Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. You know, you know, Santa's a jolly old fella, but he doesn't even, he's not even in the same stratosphere. You know, he's, Jesus is everything. Amen. Jesus has all the gifts. He's got all the gifts. He's got all the joy. Amen. Amen. Well, it's great to see everybody. Great to see all of our guests. Good to see Mel. God bless her. Amen. God God is so wonderful, and I'm so glad that he brought all of you to the house of the Lord so that we could all visit together and and worship the Lord together. And now we're going to hear the word together. Would you turn with me in your Bibles to Psalms 116, verse 12. Psalms 116, verse 12. What shall I render unto the Lord... For all his benefits toward me. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? Amen. Let's pray. God, in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you, God. Your word, it penetrates it. It does something wonderful and marvelous to us, God. If we will have open hearts and open minds and ears to hear and faith in our hearts, God, your word, amen, can transform us, amen, and and take us to all kinds of different heights, amen, in you. And we pray, Lord, saturate us with your word right now. In the name of Jesus, speak to our heart in Jesus' name. And everybody say... Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I want to preach on the subject, Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Amen. You know, when when people make moves toward God in their life, amen, and, and, uh, you know, God's blessings begin to flow in a wonderful way into that person's life. Even before somebody's saved, even when they start on their way to God, even when they start thinking, I got to find something better, I got to find something that, that my purpose, and, and they begin to think about God, and they begin to look into His Word, and hear other people talk about Him, Amen. And maybe they only have repented and asked God to forgive them and they're still moving forward and and wanting to go on and be born again and fully, uh, you know, get a part of his kingdom and so forth. Amen. The Bible even says, Jesus said that, amen, there'll be joy in heaven if only one sinner repents of their sins. Amen. And so God's blessings begin to flow. Amen. And I'm telling you that all blessings... All true blessings, all true good things, all true gifts come from one source, and that's God. Amen. (coughs) Praise God. Amen. And truly, God's people 
are greatly blessed, and God's people are highly favored. Amen. Psalm 144, verse 15. Happy is that people whose God is the Lord. Happy is that people whose God is the Lord. Amen. I don't want any other gods. There's no other God but one, and that's one. He's the living God. We talked about that last week. He's the living God. Psalm 16, verse 19, Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits. Amen. That's another word for blessings. And the word happy is another word for being blessed. We're a happy people because God is our Lord. We're blessed because He daily loads us with benefits. In Philippians 4, Paul said, My God shall supply all of your needs according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. I'm telling you folks, we're the most blessed people on the planet when we call God our God. When we say we are His child. Amen. Amen. And then he looks down and said, I'm not to be, I'm not ashamed to be called their God. Amen. And he loves us and we love him. I'm telling you, there's a blessings that flow from heaven. And I praise God from whom all those blessings flow. For Ephesians chapter 1. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Not just natural blessings. Not just blessings of food and clothing and shelter and fun things and vacations and whatever. Not just blessings, amen, of material things, but all spiritual blessings. Because, folks, my soul needs to be blessed. Folks, my heart needs to be blessed. Not just my body. Not just... uh, not, not just my, my stomach, amen, but we all, we got to be blessed, body, soul, mind, and spirit. In most cases, his blessings are not automatic. They are a direct result of our actions and how we choose to live our life. Once we're introduced to God, once he shows us the way, Amen. That leads to endless day. Once he shows us, uh, amen, that highway of holiness and that blessed way that leads to everlasting life. uh, Amen. And then we act accordingly. Praise the Lord. Then we are the ones that really uh, have the destiny in our hands to have those blessings flowing freely by what we choose to do and how we choose to walk and what we choose to talk about. Amen. And what we choose to think about. Oh, it's all connected. Amen. The person that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, that's going to be a blessed person. The person that delights himself or herself in the law of the Lord and meditates on that law is going to be a blessed person. The person that keeps his testimonies and seeks him with all their heart will be a blessed person. It's not just, well, I don't know why they're blessed and they're not blessed. There's a reason people are blessed. And I know there's some exceptions, and I know even David, King David said, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, he said, I almost backslid. When I saw people that don't even pray and don't care about people and don't give God the time of day, and they seem to be blessed and healthy and have everything they need, he said, hey, you don't look at that. They're not blessed with spiritual blessings. That's temporary stuff. Amen. But I'm telling you, hallelujah, David said, you know what? All I had to do was go to the house of God and get reminded about what this is all about. Praise God. And don't let my eyes deceive me. When you're blessed by God, you'll know it. 
and you'll see it. It's a different kind of blessing than just earthly blessing. Woo! Praise God. The person who puts his or her trust in God will be blessed. The person that fears the Lord will be blessed. The person who confesses their sins to God and puts them under the blood will be blessed. The Bible said, blessed are those, amen, who God remembers their sins no more. Blessed are those, amen, who he has put his sin, their sins far as the east is from the west. Those are blessed people. Because too many people, and I remember that the day when I was carrying a big old, big old back sack of sin around and not knowing what to do about it, and it was weighing me down, and people don't even realize the toll it's taking on them, their bodies and their minds and their souls, until they put that under the blood of Jesus. And then you start feeling light and peace and blessing from God. Amen. Jesus said peacemakers will be blessed. You want to be blessed? Be a peacemaker. Amen. What's the opposite of peacemaker? A pot stirrer. And I know sometimes I stir pots and I got to be careful. Amen. But you know, peacemakers will be blessed. The meek will be blessed. If you hunger and thirst after righteousness and not wickedness, you'll be blessed. Amen. The pure in heart will be blessed. The merciful will be blessed. Hey, I want to be blessed. Here you go. Hey, can anybody tell me how to be blessed? There you go. It's not automatic, and it's not random, and it's not just, well, the luck of the draw, and they're lucky. No. Amen. God's blessings and benefits will continue in our lives as long as we continue to walk with Him and do things that are pleasing in His sight. We should never take Him for granted or think that they'll always be there no matter what we do or what we decide to do. And I know God is merciful. And God will do things for His reasons. Amen. But you know what? Even those things are going to have a limit if we don't walk with God. Praise God. You know, Samson, he was called of God. He was used by God to defeat the Philistines. Amen. He had the vow of a Nazarite from his birth. Amen. And there was three or four things he couldn't do. And didn't do, and that was part of the vow. Amen. And he, we know the story that he married uh, Delilah, and the Philistines were uh, threatening her and her family if she didn't find out what, the, what the, the secret of his strength was. And so finally, she got it out of him, and she got him to go to sleep. And we know that part of the Nazarite vow was he wasn't supposed to cut his hair. That was one of the things. He wasn't supposed to touch dead bodies. He wasn't supposed to get near any, any wine or whatever like that. There was like three or four things. Amen. But the, the hair thing was uh, one of the main things that, that when she asked, what's the secret of your strength? He finally gave in to her and said, I haven't had my hair cut since I was born. Amen. And if you cut my hair, I'll be like just any other man. And she, he just, he didn't know what he just did. He just sold God out. He sold his calling out. He sold every, and he just, and she put him to sleep and, you know, sung a little lullaby, rubbed his hair, amen, knowing all the while in her mind, as soon as you're out, honey, I'm cutting that hair off because the Philistines are threatening me. And sure enough, she did that. 
And she, he had tricked her three or four times and told her other things were his strength. And she did it to him and it didn't work. And he busted through all these things and, and she, would, she would just check it out. Hey, the Philistines are here. He'd wake up out of sleep. He'd bust through those ropes. He'd bust through those, all that stuff. Where are they? Where are they? Ah. And she goes, you lied to me again. And then he, this time he didn't lie. And then when she cut his hair off and she said, the Philistines are here. He woke up. Like, never, like before. And the Bible said in Judges 16.20, she said, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. He awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as other times before and shake myself. And he wist not, or he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. He didn't realize that he just had a huge impact on his blessing flow and power flow from God. What I'm saying, folks, is we got to know where the source of our strength is and the source of our power and the source of our blessings. And we can't give in no matter who or what, what kind of pressure. Amen. The Bible said, buy the truth and sell it not. Amen. My soul is not for sale. People say, well, you got to sell your soul to the devil if you want to get her or you want to get him or you want to get that job or you want to do that or you want to be famous. Amen. You don't do that to anybody. Praise God, your soul is worth more than the whole world. The truth is the greatest thing that you have in your heart. Amen. Buy the truth, sell it not, protect your soul. Amen. And let the blessings flow from the God of heaven. Because he has the best blessings and the only good ones. Praise God. You know, King David, man, after God's own heart, a great man. Amen. And, uh, and he messed up with Bathsheba. And he tried to cover it up by having Bathsheba's husband killed. And he thought it was all whatever. And God told Nathan the prophet to tell him a story and said, you're the one, you're the man. Amen. But God told him this. He said in 2 Samuel 12, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I anointed thee king of Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul. And I gave thee thy master's house and thy master's wives into thy bosom. I gave thee the house of Israel of Judah. And listen to this. And if thou had been too, if that had been too little, I would have moreover given unto thee such and such things. In other words, you know what? God is our father. God is the one that's wanting to give us stuff. Amen. We don't need to go get stuff from other places. Amen. Well, this is really alluring over here. Or this is really tempting over here. Let me tell you something. God said, you know what? You ask me. And of course, any good father's not going to give something that's going to hurt their kids. Amen. But any good thing. He said, if you would have wanted even more, I gave you the kingdom. I gave you this. I gave you that. And if it would have been too little, you could have just asked and I would have given you more. But you don't take what you just did. And you don't do that. Amen. God, help us to realize, Lord, you are my source, my sole source. What are you saying? That only God, I'm saying that, yeah, God uses people, but he's the source. He blesses through many avenues. Amen. But his avenues, that's what I'm going to go only through his avenues. He distributes through many ways. But I, I, I'm not going to be going through, through these other uh, wrong and uh, and satanic inspired or whatever worldly distribution points to try to get what I want. God help me to stay with the flow. 
Amen. Praise God. Many of God's blessings and benefits are enjoyed by all people. Did you know that? Not just the people of God. All people. Amen. Even those that do not regard Him. Even those that don't give Him the time of day. Matthew 5.45 He makes His Son rise on the evil and the good. Amen. So people everywhere are enjoying the Son. That's God's Son. Not S-O-N, but S-U-N. Amen. And He sent it to rain on the just and the unjust. Everybody's blessed by God's Son. Everybody's blessed by God's rain. Acts 17, 25. He gives all, He gives to all life and breath and all things. He gives life and breath and all things to everybody. Amen. You know, our very next breath is in God's hands. I know the atheist doesn't believe in God, but God's given him his next breath. Now, what kind of God are we serving that the atheist, I don't believe in you. Just give him, you know, and then, you know, Gabriel, whatever. Hey, you want to cut that off, God? No, just let him breathe. Just let him breathe. Amen. Maybe they'll turn around. Maybe one of my kids will get through to him. Maybe a prayer will break through. Amen. You never know. While somebody's alive, there's still hope. Praise God. Amen. Psalms 50, verse 10. For every beast of the forest is mine, says God, and the cattle on a thousand hills. It all belongs to him. Amen. That's my cattle ranch. No, that's God's cattle. Amen. Haggai 2.8. You weren't there when he made the, you know, Mr. and Mrs., you know, Jersey made. Amen. Way back in the first, you know, the first couple that, and they had their little cows and they had some cows. Nobody was, there was no ranchers back then. God was God's cows. Haggai 2 verse 8, the silver is mine and the gold is mine, saith the Lord. Amen. And Psalms 24, 1 sums it all up. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. God, but it belongs, I'm saying, it all belongs to God. Amen. And God is the provider. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's the provider. He's the one. He's one blessing flow from one source. And whether people realize it or not, everybody on this earth breathes God's air, drinks God's water, and eats God's groceries. I grew those. It's God's groceries. Where'd you get the seed? Oh, uh, oh, sorry. Where'd you get the dirt? Uh, oh, yeah. Where'd you get the water? Oh, okay. They enjoy God's oceans. They enjoy God's seas and lakes and rivers and mountains and forests. That was God's stuff. Amen. They enjoy the warmth of God's sun during the day and the beauty of the moonlight and stars at night. Amen. That's God's blessings. Amen. They, they use all of God's natural resources to make things. They use God's wood to make houses and fences and doors, tables and chairs, even baseball bats. They use God's sand to make glass for windows and mirrors and drinking glasses. They use God's copper. They dig it up and they make wiring and plumbing pipes out of it. They use God's rocks and stones to build buildings and pave roads and make countertops. And you can, the list goes on. All people are the beneficiaries of these things and much, much more as a result of God's goodness to every man and woman and child. Whether they serve him. I think it's just God showing, hey, I'm good. Why don't you check me out further? Why don't you 
get on the inside and stay, instead of looking on the outside through the window, why don't you open the door and come on into the kingdom and be born again and you haven't seen nothing yet. In the Bible, even heathen kings were held to account when they forgot where all blessings and glory come from. Did you know that? King Nebuchadnezzar stood out one night. He built the Babylonian Empire. It was the one world power. He was over the whole known world. He stood out on his balcony in his palace one night. Amen. And he said in Daniel chapter 4 verse 30, the king spake and said, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for the house of the kingdom by, my, by the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty? And God changed that king's mind and heart. And he had the mind of an animal, like a cow. And for seven years, he was out in the, right outside that balcony, in the yard, amen, eating grass. His hair grew like feathers, the Bible said. Amen. His fingernails and toenails like claws. And he lost his mind. And he's eating grass like a cow for seven years. But you know what? God was merciful. He wanted to teach him a lesson. And after seven years, he came to, and he was a humble king. And he was worshiping God now. Amen. And God kept his kingdom, and he gave it right back to him. Nobody took it over and swiped it from him in seven years. That's a miracle. Daniel chapter 4, verse 34. And at the end of those seven years, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up my eyes unto heaven, and my understanding returned to me. And I blessed the Most High, and I praised and honored Him that liveth forever, whose dominion is everlasting dominion, and His kingdom is from generation to generation. Verse 37. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of heaven, all whose works are truth, His ways judgment, and those that walk in pride, He is able to abase. Humble. Amen. You know, King Herod, there was more than one King Herod, folks. So when you get confused, like I did one time, and I'm reading about the King Herod that was alive when Jesus was born, amen, and then he died, you know, and then Jesus was still a baby when he died, a toddler. And then you read about this King Herod in the book of Acts, and you go, wait, who's this guy? This is another Herod? I thought he died. There was multiple Herods. Just like Caesar. Caesar, there was Julius Caesar. Amen. There was Nero. There was Caesar Nero. Amen. There was all different Caesars. That was just a generic title. And the Herods, there was Herod Antipas. There was all different Herods too. And so this Herod that was alive during the book of Acts, during the church age. Amen. In Acts chapter 12, this Herod, amen, he sat on his throne one day. And uh, some people came and were talking to him, and then he gave a big old speech. And, uh, and the Bible said in Acts chapter 12, verse 21, And upon a set day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat upon his throne, made an oration to them. And the people gave a shout, saying, It's a voice of a God and not of a man. And immediately the angel of the Lord smote him, because he gave God not the glory. He gave not God the glory, and he was eaten of worms and gave up the ghost. He didn't get a second chance like Nebuchadnezzar. Amen. I'm telling you, no flesh should glory in his presence. Amen. When God flows his blessings to us, 
we ought to be so just thankful and just humble because when you're thankful and you're humble and you just show God that even even when people when people are giving to you and you're amen when you are when I see someone that's so thankful and grateful and humble amen it makes you want to just here take the whole here here's my car keys here you went here take my truck take my truck well maybe I, I should have thought that through oh whatever but, you know, you just feel like giving. You feel like giving. And God is, we're made in His image. And God feels like giving when we have that attitude. But we can't take the credit. We can't take the glory. We can't think of anything like that. It's by God's grace we are who we are. It's because of Him, His blessings and benefits. We're not only who we are, but where we are in our lives. Amen. That's period. End of story. Psalms 103, verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Don't forget. That's what He's saying. Amen. Don't forget. Remember, He daily loads with the benefits, but don't forget His benefits. And don't forget where your benefits come from. In other words, remember. The word remember, remembered, or remembereth, or forget not or not forget can be found 266 times in the Bible. I think God is trying to tell us, don't forget where all good things come from. Don't forget the source of all true blessings and benefits. Don't forget that every good gift and perfect gift comes down from our Heavenly Father. Amen. And also, when you're going through rough times, amen, don't forget who's the blesser in rough times. Amen. When you don't know what to do next, don't forget, amen, who's going to help you. Tell you what to do next. When you're weak and you're about to give in to temptation, don't forget, amen, the one that's going to make a way of escape and show you how to get out of that. When the enemy or some other person or even your own self tries to convince you that you can still enjoy the blessings and benefits of God, even when you compromise your obedience to His Word and His will, don't forget that that's a lie. And it will catch up to us if we forget that. When your sickness or your physical issue just keeps hanging on and you've been suffering with it so long that you almost forgot what it feels like to be, feel good and feel well, don't forget that he's the healer of all diseases. Amen. And he is the great physician. When your situations seem to be getting the best of you and it appears there's no end in sight, amen, and because of this you, you start to begin to lose hope, don't forget that He gives you the hope that you need. And when you feel oppressed and overcome by this world and the direction it is heading, don't forget who's driving this boat. Don't forget who's, who's driving this, amen, who's, who's, who's our captain here, praise God. John sixteen thirty three. these things Jesus said, I've spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. And you stick with me and you're going to overcome the world. So let's praise the one from whom all blessings flow. Let's praise the one from whom all answers flow. Let's praise the one from whom all power flows. Hallelujah. Let's praise the one who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. So Psalms 103.2, you can stand, sit, do whatever you want. You can walk around, march. <laughs> Praise God. So we, we, Psalms 103.2, 
bless the Lord and forget not all of His benefits. Amen. The following verses tell us what some of those benefits are. Amen. That we're not going to forget. In verse number 3, who forgiveth all our iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy, who satisfies thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. Verse number 8, the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. Verse 11, for as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. And like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. Would you stand with me? Our text verse posed a question. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? Render is another way of saying return, offer, or repay. Amen. You know what I can render? He wants my heart. He wants my praise. He wants my mind. He wants my strength. He wants our soul. He wants our loyalty. He wants our faithfulness. He wants our consistency. He wants our obedience. He wants our dedication and our consecration. He wants to know that we're in this to win this. He wants to know that we're not just flashing the pan, 100-yard dash Christians, but we are in this until the end. We're marathon Christians. Amen. He wants to know that we're in it for the long haul. He wants to know you're here to stay and you're not going to allow anything or anybody to knock you out of this race. And when he, when he knows that, I mean, he's going he's gonna to bless us anyway in a lot of ways. But man, when we start to get our minds made up in a lot of these areas, praise God. And I, I know I'm talking to a lot of people that already have their minds made up and you can say amen that you know who all blessings flow from. And you know, and you're thankful for that. Amen. But you know what, folks? We're not perfect, and we can always do better. Amen. I can always do better. Amen. We got another couple weeks for this year, and then another new year. Amen. And I want to be a better Christian for Him coming up. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let's purpose in our hearts to always and forever praise God and only Him from whom all true blessings flow. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.